Hey, I'm Brian. I'm Christy. I'm Riley. I'm Mohammed. And we have a special guest with us. Hello, I'm Mr. Durr. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be talking about uh, if the education system in America is flawed. Uh, Mohammed, do you have any input you would like to? So first of all, I want to say that like I understand that I'm young, and that I am, and that I am a student. So I probably don't have like the whole picture on the American education system and whether or not it's flawed, right? I agree with you. It's it's good to be to know your limitations, but. At the end of the day, you guys are the end user. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your experience as individual students should be really informing a lot of the decisions that are made top to bottom. So I appreciate you being wise enough to recognize your limitation. But also, your experience as a student is what is what people should be using to make these decisions that you're about to talk about. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. It's like, look, it's like the whole point of school and of education is to teach us the skills that we need to be, you know, productive citizens of society and whatnot, right? I think one of the main questions that we were talking about is um, Mohammed one day in class said that people think that school is a one-size-fits-all thing, and it's, it's very obviously not because everybody's their own person, and I think that that's something really important to talk about because I think that... You know, we have we have core classes, obviously, that we take. So we have a science, math, and English, and um, our history, and which is understandable. But I think that there comes a point where it's like, when am I ever going to use this? Like, why is this actually important in my life? If I know that I'm not going to be using this or doing this for the rest of my life, why do I need to take it? Yeah. So, like, specifically with, like, okay, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. You need that, okay? Like, when you're doing your taxes or, like, what you know, whatever. But um, I think that... Like when it starts starting into like the Pythagorean theorem and like <laughs> AX squared plus BX plus C. Like when am I when am I going to use that in mm. my life? If I if I'm not going to be an engineer or if I'm not going to be a mathematician or something like that. Like I I know that I want to do psychology, so I know I'm going to need to take stats. So I think that yeah. it's fair for me to choose. Like oh I need to. We were all okay. Sorry, we were also talking about that like. There's some things that we're willing to take that we don't like so that we can succeed at something we love, right? Mm-hmm. So specifically, again, like with stats, like I'm, I don't like math, but I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to try because I want to succeed at being a good clinical psychologist when I get to that point. So. Yeah, we should definitely have an option at to what level of, like, let's say math we could, like, we should, like, stop at. Yeah. Because, you know, pre-Cal, Cal 1. Yeah. yeah. Like if you, not, if you know you're not The majority of people are not going to use yeah, calculus in your everyday life. Exactly. That's my thing. Like, I don't really see a point in, like, why do I have to take pre-cal if, like, I'm never going to use it if I know I'm not going to? So, actually, I wrote about this just two days ago, as a matter of fact, this wow. exact problem. Um, because I recall from my first college experience, I had the exact same philosophy you guys have, which yeah. is, like, why, do I, why am I taking this class? I don't need it. It doesn't it's... seem to fit into my future at all. I understand that. I think it's a legitimate point. However, I think you're kind of missing the the whole purpose behind educating yourselves. And that is to expand yourself, to expand your perspective. Brian, I'll just ask you this yeah. question. So what would you learn more in? A year at San Jack next year or a year in Thailand next year? Which situation do you think you'd learn more from? Um, I'd probably... Well, learn more in Thailand, like in school in Thailand? Or? Just learning. Learning. Don't think about school. Probably Thailand. Okay, and that's probably what most people would do because... 
the experience of learning is not does not happen between these walls. Yeah. Right. It happens all around you. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a perspective you take on your own life, on your own existence. And so, what I would argue is that we should change our philosophy on learning. Instead of worrying about grades and expectations and conformity and like kind of criticizing the system, which again I think it's a legitimate criticism to see that the system has its mistakes, which it clearly does. Mm-hmm. I think we should change the way we approach learning make learning the priority in that, again, if we shipped you off to Thailand for a year, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn a lot about not only yourself, but how other people live. You're going to learn about culture. Right. There's so many other languages. There's so many other things you're going to learn about. So Mm -hmm. what I think we should do to change this particular issue is to change people's minds about learning. That learning is not getting an A on a paper. That learning is an opportunity that's given to you every moment. The moment you pick up your phone and offload your consciousness into a device is the moment you stop learning. Now, there's plenty of opportunities to learn on the device, but a lot of people use them to take their attention away, waste their time or whatever. In a lot of ways, our system has many, many faults, and we should feel confident to criticize those. But fundamentally, learning is your individual responsibility, not necessarily the responsibility of, you know, civilization to teach you. Because civilization will teach you automatically if your mind is open to learning. I agree with your point that, like, why should I take calculus AB if I'm interested in clinical psychology? I yeah. understand that. But if you did take calculus AB and you went into it with a learner's mindset, I can guarantee you would learn more about yourself than about calculus. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. That's the reason I like to be here in this mm-hmm. building. I have a response to that. <laughs> I think this is where the issue of like rigor and grade based and having the system based on grades comes in because my sister is seven years old and she has been diagnosed with child anxiety. She gets vomiting episodes from it. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's already complaining about her homework. I remember her coming home one day with like a couple of folders and papers in her hand. Just thinking, what? I have a math worksheet and English homework and the unit test. (laughs) I really like that voice. Yeah. Yeah. She has a high pitched voice. She's seven years old. And then (laughs) she's in the first freaking grade. I'm thinking to myself, why is she already complaining about getting an x about getting like and what's your response to that why do you think she's complaining about that what's going on there that's the thing i can't really tell if we're just getting too much or if or if like we gain grades if if we start to value grades because of how much we go to school and how much how much grades are talked about and emphasized i or if it's a mix of those things i do know that my friends most of them stay up at least until like 11 or 12 on a daily basis. I used to do that in freshman year too. Mm. And it, <laughs> it, it made my life terrible. And after that year, I told myself, you know what? I don't want to chase grades anymore. I can't do it. If it costs me my sleep and it costs me like my sanity, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. Like no matter how much pressure I'm given from anybody, it's just... Well, yeah, and, 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 and what do colleges look at? They they look at grades. Yeah. So it's a lot of pressure to to keep good grades and to keep doing you know core classes rather than you know what you let's say if you, what you really want to do, like your yeah. passion in life. Yeah. And my thing on that is I've had this conversation with multiple people. Like even just like walking down the hallways, I remember having a conversation with someone, and I was saying like, it's sad that we're at a point where I don't feel like we're learning a lot. I feel like school has become more about, oh, I have to pass this class so that I get into a good college and blah, 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 rather than, oh, I need to learn this because this is important. Yeah, it's it's become all about grades and all about what's my GPA and what's my rank. And because that's what matters in society into like, and 
there's another thing that was talking about. Um, I was looking at an article, and this girl like grew up in a a poor um, community, and her school was not. They they didn't have a lot, and so they had mm-hmm. to provide a lot of their own textbooks and like their stuff because the school couldn't afford it because of where they were academically. Because these kids weren't like super high up, and like because the school wasn't super like pristine, and they like, weren't funded perfect. as much. Exactly, and so they. It affected their education because of what people think is important. Because to me, it's it's like what you said, like learning is the most important thing, but it hasn't become that anymore. Now it's just all about like, oh, no, I got an 80. This is going to drop my GPA or whatever, you yeah. know? I feel like school's so. become like more like remember and regurgitate. Like you have to remember like yeah, exactly. Unit, and then you just spit it out all on the test. And, and then, then you, you just forget, just forget about it. it. Exactly. And then whenever the midterms come again... You study it a little bit, and then you forget about it. Yeah, like your teachers go over it again, and like, you know, when you're about to do your final, and you're like, I don't remember this. And like, how do you not remember this? Like, because you spill all of this on us one unit, yeah. and then we have to like soak it up automatically, and then we just forget right well, it's after. It's not only that. There's only we so have, much we also have a lot of classes yeah. to focus on. And there's only, there's only so much we can retain. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have six other classes that we have to worry and about. And whenever each of those interest. other classes expects you to retain just as much information exactly. yeah. as all of the other ones, and then also like when whenever all of that mm-hmm. comes together, I think like that's honestly what makes me feel stressed the most is whenever. Okay, so I, you guys are you guys up. are all kind of saying the same thing. So let me let me see if I understand this correctly. Um, so what are you learning then? If if you're learning that you need to memorize, regurgitate, and forget, and you need to get this grade and this GPA and this rank, what is the lesson? What is the actual takeaway? What are you really learning about? I'd like to ask ask you guys that question. What are you actually learning then? We're learning that chasing grades sucks. <laughs> yeah, we're learning. I mean, I honestly don't, we're even, I don't that, even know. Like, people don't actually care about how smart we are necessarily. It's just what it looks it's like just, on it's paper. It's just a number, really. It's, it's not just, how it's it looks on paper. Well, isn't it? Like, I don't know. I thought it was weird how it's like, you know, meets, de- like, like grade A meets, like how they mm-hmm. grade different meets. It's kind of like we're being graded on, you know, our knowledge. Oh, like, you know, like, you know, like grade A USDA and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it's like those, those meat packages. Yeah. Right. You're saying it, you're saying it's actually temporary because you're not actually remembering the information that you're yeah. being tested on. You get the no, grade. Yeah. You kind of ca- you cash in this temporary information for a grade and you receive the grade. 100%. And so what, the way I conceptualize this, the question I post to you guys is you're learning to be good at school. The game of yes. school. You're exactly. learning. Yes. Yeah. You're learning how to be good at school. So, <laughs> exactly. so there's a system of school. System has its own game that yeah. it, it's playing and how it works. And if you play the game well and you're bright enough to to get these grades and these ranks, mm-hmm. then what? You get to play a new game, which is college, mm-hmm. which is kind of a syndicate of secondary school, except for you get more autonomy, which is good. But then what? And this is why I asked. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Riley. Right. I asked Riley earlier before you guys were recording. Well, why do you why do you want to get good grades in high school? Oh, I can go to good college. Why do you want to go to college and get it? So it's like this whole roadmap is set out for you ahead of yeah. time. That if you mm-hmm. play all these games right, then you'll you get some kind of pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I don't understand then is like, let's say you do all that. Let's say that you follow the game correctly and you get all these rewards and you have all this stuff set up. Then what? That pot will of you, gold better will come you, with like w- w- that pot of gold had better come with eternal happiness and satisfaction, <laughs> free of charge. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I don't think what you guys are really looking for, in my opinion, is meaning, a purpose, a reason. Yeah, you know, to motivate yourselves. And the p- purpose currently, the way that I understand it, if you play the school game, the purpose ultimately is a pot of gold. Like I will get this monetary reward and this status or this job or this career. Mm-hmm. But ultimately. Unless you find deep 
meaning in your work, which a lot of people don't actually, mm-hmm. especially if they follow this game of school. They've never really yeah. dug into themselves and figured out what, what do I, what gives me excitement? What what energizes yeah. me? What would I do if I if money was no object? Kind of mm-hmm. a, a question. Yeah. And then what? Then you can find real meaning and purpose in your action in your work because again, this is a finite existence, and that's the yeah. part that I wish people would be teaching you in first grade, not homework. Like a first grader, in my yes. opinion, should not have homework. They should be learning about what does it mean to be a human. This is a limited experience. How would you like to see it unfold? What kind of person would you like to become? What kind of what kind of sixth grader would you like to be? What kind of high schooler would you like to be? What kind of adult would you like to be? Who do you want to become? And then help them find a way to get to that. As opposed to, I want to become a doctor. Oh, well, you need to do this, 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 and play all these games and then boom, you get it. And then you find out like you don't enjoy the experience of being a physician at all. Yeah. You just but now you have all these games you played to get there, yeah. and I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna. And all of that was for nothing. That. Well, yeah. well, that's the thing. School is that's the only way you can really like quote unquote succeed in life because that's that's how you get money. That's mm-hmm. how that's how people look at you is with how, like if you went to college, if you uh, got your bachelor's degree, if you yeah. got your uh, like PhD, like yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that's that's what they look for at. Sure. I have a friend um, who she's not going to college um, because she wants to pursue a music career. Yeah. But every like. I've heard her talk to people about it and say it, and I can see it in their face, like, not necessarily disappointment, but just like, oh, you're not going to call, you know, it's like that's automatic, like, you're no, not going to yeah. succeed in life, sure. and you're going to struggle the whole way through because you didn't go to college. That's how everybody, yeah. like, it's, it's looks like at it. It's like a view on, yeah. I mean, it's it's like, it's a social thing. It's like, oh, I have to do this to be included. And I the thing that I was saying about, like, they, they should be, or what you were saying about um, people teaching kids how to be human, I think that that's like, I completely agree with that, and I will say, like, there's there's one class I've ever taken that has taught us that, and that's PALS for me, is, like, PALS really focuses on, like, how to be a good person and, like, how to treat people with yeah. kindness, and it also talks about, since we obviously deal with kids um, and kids who maybe, um, like, parents are in jail or, I mean, it can be stuff like that or it can just be, like, mm-hmm. they don't get a lot of attention. They need some more attention, you know, and but in that class, we've been taught, like, these are the reasons that these kids react like this because of this yeah. stuff that's going on. And I think that's important to learn rather than like, again, like the Pythagorean theorem that I'm never yeah, going sure. to use. Well, no, the Pythagorean theorem is a very important. But to get back to your, your pals example, it's not just that coach stone is teaching you these concepts. It's not just that you, you know, she's up at the front of the room reading this stuff and you're learning it quote unquote, the way and you do in your other classes. The difference is that you're experiencing it. Mm-hmm, exactly. You get to see she, – she mentions a, a topic, and you understand that topic because you've experienced it you through get, your you pal. Right, yeah. and so you're experiencing it. And also, just like if Brian were to go to Thailand, it's enhancing your perspective. Exactly. You recognize, like, wait, the way I've grown up isn't the way that everyone else has grown mm-hmm. up. They have mm-hmm. all of these other issues that they're dealing with, and they're different from my issues. Yeah, it expands your like perspective. Yes, yes. Well, I, great I have, class. I have a question. Um. Do you think school uh, sets you up for, like, the real world? No. Like, with mm-hmm. what we're learning? Not at all. I don't know how to do taxes. I don't know, I don't yeah. know what a mortgage payment is. What, what, the, what the heck? I know, like, I know what how to do something mean? with the house, like, <laughs> paying I, off a yeah, house. That's, I don't, okay. like, I, I don't know, know how to do know these things. To Here's something I want to say. I was applying for, like, a job with – I was trying to apply for a job with the district earlier today, right? And – <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mr. Durr was there. I was doing it when I had some spare time in his class, and 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 there was just like a whole bunch of jargon about bank accounts and payrolls. <laughs> like I, I and I don't know what any of this means because 
No, we should definitely get taught it. I've, I've, I've yeah. Not, okay, okay. Let's let's not go on that tangent anymore. I want to talk about something else. Here's the thing that really <laughs> bothers me about all of this, okay? We're spending this entire podcast talking about how, you know, chasing grades and playing the games and, like, not getting prepared for the real world are not great core components of a school, right? Yeah. But but here's the thing. I don't know how much is going to change from this. We're going to come back to school tomorrow and we're going to still get the grades. We're still going to play the games. We're still going to learn absolutely nothing about what income tax is or how yeah. it works. Yeah. You know, it's it's too big to change. It's, it's like changing uh, road signs. Like it's everywhere in America. Yeah. Like it's going to take so much for it to change. Yeah. So many people and everyone, every person I've talked to that is in this school and even in other schools, like just even my siblings, they go to a different high school than I do. Like just talking to them. Like, I think that almost everyone I've talked to would agree that like something needs to change, but nothing's going yeah. to because the. Because apparently everyone else doesn't see it. Apparently it's just the teenagers that are Well, like, we're the ones experiencing it. That's exactly. The so they, they think like, oh, it's not my, you know, whatever. It's not affecting me that much. And, you know, like with yeah. the educational system, like the government, like we're getting paid. So whatever, you know. But it's funny because like people like I know some like European countries that, you know, are treat school differently. Like they pay teachers more than they do here. Yeah. And they have shorter uh, school days and they give no homework. And yeah. they have like. Oh, I think I read somewhere that they have like a better life, a happier life. They do. Uh, hold, hold, hold they on a second. They have a higher level hold, hold of life satisfaction. Uh, Chris, yeah. are you good? You have yeah, a I was going to introduce an idea, but then like we kind of drifted off from it. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Well, I'll just, okay. Um, <laughs> I think. Do, do you want to say anything? Yeah. Um, I think that students' grades and scores don't represent their intelligence well For because. Sure. In the classroom, I feel like some retain information quicker than others. and yeah, But the teacher, you can't stop for just one student, so they just keep going. And that doesn't represent them well on whenever they're taking tests. And, like, some are better at taking tests than others. And, mm-hmm. yeah. That goes Test. back to the whole one-size-fits-all yeah. thing is, like, it, it's not that way. Like, I, I'm a horrible test taker. Yeah. I do all of my, like, all of my um, daily work, and I'm pretty good at that. But I am horrible at tests because mm-hmm. I have really bad test anxiety mm-hmm. and there's yeah. a lot of other kids like that but there's some kids that are so great at tests you yeah. know but it's it's hard to be in a school where everyone's so different and the teacher like there's not a whole lot they can do unless they really try because they have so mm-hmm. many students that they have to worry about and so it just becomes like a, oh well this is the way it is like I can't yeah. change it so yeah. I also want to talk about how school is so competitive it's not like teaching people like yeah. to come together it's teaching people like Who's better than who? Yeah, exactly. Who's smarter? It's, it's, placing, it's placing labels on everybody. Okay, actually, I, this is a really interesting side conversation that we started now because there is a concept called zero-sum game. Mm-hmm. Has anyone heard of this? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've heard of a non-zero-sum game where, where, like, both sides take away something, I think, is how that yeah. works. Okay, so uh, a lot of people... Th- I'm so glad that this flipped in my head when I heard about it, but... I sort of lived my life in a zero-sum game mentality. And what a zero-sum game mentality means is that if Brian does well, that means I'm not doing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if there was a pie and Brian takes a piece, that's one less piece that I could get. That's yeah. kind of how it works. Yeah. And if you conceptualize your life that way, and in this, the school kind of reinforces this kind of hierarchy of, like, who can get the most and where you're at and rank and that kind of stuff. But ultimately, that's not really how the world actually is structured. Right. Because if Brian does well, that's great. Good for Brian. Mm-hmm. And that means I have a chance to still do well. There's no yeah. because Brian does well has nothing really to do with me. It doesn't mean like if Brian got my dream job, quote unquote, that doesn't mean I won't get my dream job either. There's yeah. always opportunities for all of us. And I think that 
really it's actually closer to what what the reality of our situation is where we can all do well together and actually if we're encouraging each other and trying to raise all boats as they say to get everyone lifted out of poverty and, and various other ailments that we will do better to conceptualize our lives and our experience in our societies as a non-zero-sum game, as Mo mentioned, to where we're not really competing against each other for resources. We're actually cooperating together to maximize it for yeah, everybody. To come together. And, and, and that, is, that is not like a pie-in-the-sky idea. That's really just a, a shift in your perspective. Yeah. It doesn't, it's like there's no big changes. Another quick note, because whenever people think about systems, this is another thing that changed in my mind, so I want to make sure you guys hear this, even if it doesn't work for you. Um, you guys mentioned that it's going to be very hard to change the educational system and like you're going to come back tomorrow and things are going to be the same. Mm -hmm. And that's probably true. But just recognize that systems, however old or unchanging they seem to be from the outside, a system really is just people, just a bunch of people making decisions. Mm -hmm. And so we can change things. And I know it seems very difficult, but ideas are what change things. Like you guys are planting ideas in each other's heads now, and those ideas spread. And maybe one day you will have a position of responsibility and you'll be able to affect change. That's the way these things really work is that there's not like big education out there, you know, and they're tyrant and they're oppressing us. It's more like these are just people and most people really are trying to do the best they possibly can. And systems don't want to be changed fundamentally they like to stay the same way that they already are so you know i just want to clarify that for you guys so what we've come up with so far is that okay so we've said we should we should start valuing learning more right like learning for the sake of growing and becoming a better and becoming a more expanded person yeah to make your existence as meaningful as possible and you do that by identifying the things in life you value and another way to do that to say that is just the kind of person you would like to become which I, when I talk about this with my students, I say your future self. There is a version of you that exists in the future, and what do you want that person to be doing or looking like or acting like? Mm-hmm. And so, again, I think you need to conceptualize that and then find that pathway as opposed to just being goal-oriented. Like, I do well in high school, then I do well in college, then I get this job. Then I, You know, it's very goal-oriented. There's never really uh, a value extracted from that. It's mm-hmm. just like I play the game well, and I yeah. do what I'm supposed to do. That's what we're taught to do, though, like how to think. We're taught like, oh, we have to do this in order to – have a good life. Right. And that's why I, when I talk to people, I say, do you? Like, do you guys have to go to college? Yeah. You don't. When you turn 18, you could just leave this place and never come back sure. and give up on school. The, I told you all this off air, but the job market is actually changing. Many corporations are changing their hiring policies. Now, bureaucracies like the education system and government entities, they're going to keep all those gatekeepers where it's like you have to have a bachelor's degree in X, Y, or Z to be a part of our team. But what corporations are noticing, because corporations are about the bottom line, about making profit, you know, earning their shareholders as much profit as possible, they care about what you can do for me. They don't really care where you went to school. And so a lot of Fortune 500 companies are dropping educational requirements, which is kind of interesting because the quality of the yeah. of the graduate is not what it used to be because you guys probably know this but college and university used to be sort of carved out as kind of niche like you go to various trade schools or you go to college if you're academically gifted that's kind of the point but now what happened was is that we had a correlation causation problem where the data was showing that if you go to college, you make so much more money. And so everyone's like, well, everyone just needs to go to college and they can all make more money. But then you just kind of water down what college is and what it's for. And now there's just so many degreed people that don't have the requisite skills to, to charge or to afford some kind of high salary. And so things are starting to shift. And college has become so expensive because of this that it's really changing up the educational system, the higher educational system. 
okay, so we've talked a lot about how like the values of this system are are a little broken and a little meaningless, right? And that in reality, we should really value uh, learning. And the founder of Khan Academy, Sal Khan, actually really agrees with that because in 2018, he gave a TED talk advocating for mastery-based learning, which is which is the model that Khan Academy uses on their website. So in Khan Academy, there's no class rank. There's no grade or score or anything that or any of that stuff it's just you and the material and how well you master it and those are the only three things that are really present on that site so like they give you like an article in a video or something like that on like say the pythagorean theorem right and then they'll give you a quiz on the pythagorean theorem and you have and you and you have to get every question right on that quiz before you can pass but the catch is you can take it as many times as you want there's Mm -hmm. no strings attached there's no like there's no like you take it once and you fail or you pass and then you move on, right? Yeah. He uses a he uses a house in his TED talk for a metaphor where it's like you're building your learning on shaky foundations, right? If there's gaps in your in your material, like after you've taken the test, you get a seventy on it, and the teacher's like, okay, let's move right on to the next. Exactly. Unit, they right? don't go the, back and reteach you how to do it. You fail a test, and then like, okay, you can do a retake, or like you you do it to like get up to a seventy, and then that's it. There's but you no have to learning do that on your it. own time. Exactly. Yeah. There's no learning in it. It's oh, you just have to pass. I think it's funny how you said that the creator of Khan Academy like said that quote also because the creator of standardized testing, Frederick, Frederick J. Kelly, his quote is, these tests are too crude to be used and should be abandoned. Like he himself <laughs> thinks that the tests shouldn't be used. Mm-hmm. Again, even when, even, when, even when systems are presented with good quality scientific evidence, the system may not want to change. And you guys experienced this recently with the... Um, with the school start time, because the science is just absolutely definitive on this, that that no high school should start earlier than 8.30. And at the same time, a committee in CCISD recommended that things stay the same. Um, and as a matter of fact, there was a school, a school district, I forget where it was, but they recently found out that they changed their school start time, but they didn't change the end time. So they actually lost an hour of school. And it was, <laughs> it was still more, they were still more productive. I believe it. Than that. <laughs> I, I think high school kids need the most, like, sleep, especially because, like, rather than, like, um, middle schoolers or yeah, elementary like kids. Like, middle schoolers get that. My like, little brother doesn't so have much to go sleep to school until, like, school. nine. Exactly. It's ridiculous. And he doesn't need that much sleep. Exactly. I mean, I guess they, middle schoolers do, but. All, all, well, no. All well, children need yes, sleep. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, no, but I think it's really important. They don't need for sleep at all, Jerry. They just need their grades. That's all they need. Yeah, for real. That is true. What, what do y'all think about, like, the mastery based learning? Do you think that, like, if it were implemented, they would, like, kind of reflect the values that that are you do know that it's already being implemented I mean, I mean i mean like in wait it is it's uh-huh. being implemented in, the in ccisd school. in the elementary schools like gradeless learning is being why implemented. do they always give the elementary schools the good stuff <laughs> first no dude they, they well, have the laptops difficult and that's dumb as hell dur i don't know i'll give it back to you Sorry. it's difficult to implement though because in secondary schools the rank structure and the gpa they all are it lock in lockstep with college universities you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you go grade-based learning, like, how are the colleges and universities gonna, going to look at that? And most people are afraid to make that big change. I was going to say, um, you were talking about how, like, they lost an hour, but they still got enough time. I feel like even when we have late arrival, I feel like I still get as much at, like, maybe a little bit longer could be cool. But I feel like we still get a lot out of it, and I don't think it really, like, affects me a whole lot. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. But it gives you more time outside of school is, like, the major benefit yeah. from that. Yeah. Because, like, in the morning, it's, like, 
like I look forward to it a lot now, especially yeah. nowadays because I because now that because now that like we're 16 and we can drive, I can call my friends and say, oh hey, let's go to Waterburger, let's yeah. go to Denny's and it's just get a nice break. Hang out yeah. before we go to school. And it's it's also the fact that like I am not a morning person at all. Mm. So in the mornings when awesome. I and I don't I don't like drink caffeine or coffee or anything just because I don't want to get addicted to it, but because my like my mom like she functions off it, you know. <laughs> um, and so when I go to school, I'm not focused the first four periods of the day because I'm focused on how tired I am and then I end up falling asleep after I finish my econ work you know and then I'm like tired from math and like well I just woke up and now I don't want to do anything what are like the main takeaways from this if we can come back to school tomorrow and just do one small thing differently what do y'all think it should be like how should we change our Mm. like our view of of this system as students because if we can't change it then let's at least try and glean whatever we can from yeah. it. I would make school less competitive and more cooperative. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the main things that's kind of wrong with the yeah. education system. In my in my household like personally, I grew up which I'm very thankful for this. I grew up in a family where my parents have always told me try your best. If your best ends up being a 60, it's a 60, but as long as you do your best on everything you do. We will not be mad at you. See, so I, feel like my parents I think that's really that? important. But I feel like a lot of people's parents are not it. that way. <laughs> like my parents genuinely mean that. And I, I appreciate that about them. But I think a lot of people's parents like, oh, you have to get your grades so you can get in a good college and be a doctor. You know, Chris, do you have Asian parents? Do you have anything to say? Oh, about? oh yes. Um, <laughs> I was never really allowed to get a B. If I got a B, I'd get my phone taken up. Like she would always be like, why is your grade so low? Why is your grade so low? You need to pick it up. You know, fine. You don't get your phone for the next weekend. Or, yeah, that's how I would. At private school. Yeah, I got white parents. So. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever had the mindset, like, do your best. It's okay. But, like, as soon as I saw it, I'd panic and be like, yeah. oh, no. Like, yeah, well, that's how my would, mom's would... parents were. Like, I'm white, but, I mean, like, <laughs> my, mom, my, pa- my mom's parents were always really strict. And so she got a B and they'd like, they, I mean, they'd whip her and then take her phone, not whip yeah. her. They didn't abuse her. Um, just, you know, um, <laughs> they, you know, they'd ground her or something and she'd get in a lot of trouble and, and she'd like have panic attacks at school. Cause she's like, Wait, my dad is going to kill me if I come home with this B. And she, oh my God, she told me one time she like, after class is like, she went to her teacher's like, you have to change his grade. Like you have to change his grade. If you don't change his grade, like. I don't know what I'm going to do because my, my grandpa was a very angry person. <laughs> so my mom was like, you, ha- like, you have to change this. Like, you can't keep this the way it is, you know? So yeah. that just goes to show how much, like, even since my mom was a kid, this has been a problem. So, yeah. What I would do differently is, is just, like, try not to worry as much about how much work I have or like how much because mm. like sometimes I'll just like sit in class for hours unable to do anything because because I'm just having runaway thoughts in yeah. my brain about how much <laughs> work I have I understand and how that. lazy I am yeah. in the face of it yeah, yeah. I'm like so stressed out that's that I just lazy. like I can't do anything you're just I'm like, so I, uninterested I, in it like yeah. that's what it is it's yeah that's the other thing we, we don't want to learn about it yeah if it's yeah. something that you're actually interested in and like passionate yeah. about, then I'm sure you can learn a lot. And yeah. yeah, and that goes back to me saying like I don't necessarily want to take statistics, but it's something that I'm willing to do because I have a passion for like what I want to do with my life, and yeah. so it's something I'm willing to actually focus on. I kind of want to change my answer now because hearing what you said, I would probably, I would probably um, just fo- focus more on myself, I guess, than uh, my actual grades. Because I feel like I am focused a lot on grades and 
not really too much of myself. And like Dara said, like life is finite. You said yeah. finite. Yes. And so we only have yeah limited time. <laughs> uh, disclaimer: um, probably not a good idea to go purposely fail your classes. We'll say that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but Do, you know, yeah, yeah. still don't, still don't just like drop out of high school. Still after try your best. Talk. Try your best. But don't make grades your entire life. Yeah. I think is Focus kind of on the yourself. main. Yeah. Focus on trying to like grow as, as, a, yourself, person as a person exactly. instead of as ending on an inspirational in, in, note. Instead <laughs> of as a cog <laughs> in society. In the yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you for listening. Right. Thank, I'm, you for I'm, listening I'm Brian. Brian. thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening. Christy, <laughs> Riley, Muhammad, and our special guest, Mr. Durr. Dave thank you Durr. so much for coming. Absolutely. Boom. Okay, cool.